Hey, how you doing? How's your day going? Or your night? Whenever you're listening to this. I mean, I don't really know your life like that. You could be driving. You could be sitting in the car, actually. Not doing nothing. Tired, don't want to go in your house. You could be taking a shower and listening to this at the same time. I'm not mad at you. Don't miss the spot on your back. Um, <laughs> You could be baking a pie for all I know, honey. And this is a way for you to kind of kill time and bake your pie. But <laughs> I don't know how you got here, but you here. And we here together. So since you really don't know who I am, let me introduce myself. My name is Shanita, a.k.a. Red. Welcome to Uniquely Spoken. So, like I said, really don't know how you got here, per se. How you stumbled upon little old me. and Well, not really little old me, because I'm a grown woman. And I'm a thickums. You know, ain't nothing wrong with a thickums, baby. Get you a thickums. It's getting cold. You're going to need somebody to keep you warm in the winter in the winter time, you know. But keep us around in the summer, too, because we know how to cook. Just saying. Um, that, that went completely, completely sideways. That wasn't supposed to go there, but hey, it did. Um, but what was I saying? Oh. You know, I don't know how you stumbled across me, but I'm glad you are here. Nine times out of ten, I told you about this and you're here to support. I greatly appreciate it. But just in case you're not and you're new and I'm new to you and you're new to me. Hey, honey, how you doing? You know, we already went through this in the introduction, but, you know, how 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 are you? How's your day going? Your night? Your midday? whenever you listening to this how's it going is it good if not it'll get better if it's going good it's going to get better than that and if it's really going horrible pray about it baby and it's guaranteed to get better and better and better but you know if you knew i guess i should tell you a little bit about myself so we can at least be associates because nowadays, using the word friend is is a little reckless. People throw that word out there without regard to who who they are speaking of. So, and on top of that, I can't call y'all my best friends because then my, my best friends really going to come from my neck. And I really don't need that in my life. I, I really don't, you know, my, my friendships and everything are going good by the grace of God. You know, everything is, everybody is flourishing, skin looking good, got friends that's getting married, having babies, you know, my besties, not, not friend friends, cause we just went through that, but you know, I, I really don't need them coming from, from a neck. So a little bit about me. My name is Shanita, a.k.a. Red. I am 27 years old. I just turned 27. Shout out to the Libras. You know, I just had a birthday. Libras, we, 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 we the shit, you know? I know it's other signs and stuff out there. And, you know, 
it's Scorpio season right now. We're not going to talk about that. You know, we, we're just going to keep it pushing. But, shout out to the Libras. Um, I'm from Mississippi. I have an older sister, a younger brother, two nieces. My mom works in education. Um, It's really, really nothing else. At this point, I need to tell you <laughs> that you're not going to learn about me later on in the show. Or at least later on in some in some di- different episodes. Because this is my first one and I'm figuring it out. This show is really going to be about figuring it, figuring it out. Jesus, words are not my friend today. Like, it's really not. It's just the English language. You know, uh, I did minor in Spanish when I was in college, but be honest with you it looks good on a resume i have not practiced one bit since i walked across that stage since i said adios to my college have i practiced my spanish no i have not but apparently i need to practice my english too because the way this set up and the way these words is going, honey, it's not working in my favor. But, like I said, I want this show to be about figuring it out. Life is a journey. You know, you see the mar- uh, the marathon. <laughs> you see the memes, you know, life is a marathon, not a sprint. And, honestly, this show is really going to be about things that can make you laugh, things that can make you think, things that honestly will empower you in some way. I'm not a minister by any means. I may not be qualified to try to empower anybody. Really, this more so might be for myself. And if it can help somebody along the way, I'm perfectly okay with that. So this show is going to make you laugh, it's going to make you think, it's, it's going to make you feel, it's going to make you feel empowered, be empowered, keep you pushing a little, a little bit, go a little bit further, because you got it in you to go a little bit further. Oh yeah, that's something else I guess I should tell you about me. I can go from being real funny and real silly to being very deep and very encouraging. So, you know, I hope you're ready for this roller coaster ride. Buckle up. Let's go. So, this first segment is going to be called Just Scrolling. And just scrolling is mainly going to be about me talking about things that I saw while scrolling on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, or just flat out on the internet. So, just scrolling. And I heard this on my mom's Facebook page first, and I then found it later on on mine. There was this pastor who was talking about homosexuality in the church and 
parents having homosexual children and things like that. And in the beginning, didn't really know where he was going because talking about that in the church is really taboo and especially in the black church. So didn't really know where he was going with this because either you're going to preach about love and acceptance and not really agreeing, but love and acceptance or you coming from Leviticus and everything is just you going to hell for this, that, and the third. And this is a big sin and this, that, and the third once again. But he started speaking and he said how parents, you know, some parents you may have gay children and you put them out. He called them stupid. (laughs) He called them stupid. And speaking about how, you know, parents who your child may have gotten pregnant. And in the time, you know, during the time they were pregnant, you put them out. Once again, he called them stupid. And he said, oh, yeah, I'm going to offend some people. I might as well go all the way in and offend a lot of people. So he said something that you know kind of caught my attention but he said you know you putting your kids out because they're gay you got a son who's now gay you got a daughter who's a lesbian you didn't raise them that way this that and third i say that a lot this that and the third i don't know where it came from but apparently it's strong in my vocabulary anyway He was saying how, you know, you may have a child that's you raised them one way and now they're a different way. And you put them out. He said God knew a long time ago when he created them that they were going to be gay. And he trusted you with this child so you can love on them because they're going to need that love and that acceptance. And they're going to need that safe place to come to because the world is going to do enough damage and enough of pointing fingers and everything but for them to basically for them to experience it in their own household or for you to put them out when god already knew a long time ago that they were gay what you stupid and i'm really i'm paraphrasing this because i i missed some parts but it made a lot of sense. And, you know, he spoke about how, you know, parents put their child out if they got pregnant or something like that. He called them stupid because he said, this is the time that your child is going to need you the most. The sin was already, the, the sin was already committed in the act of creating the child. But now when they need you the most, you turn your back on them, you put them out. Or if they're gay, you turn your back on them, put them out. But you want to cry holy Christian. You you know, you want to be perceived as this holier than thou Christian. Would God do that? Would God put them out? Would God turn their back, turn, you know, his back on them? He said, now think about it like this. God is your father. You are his child. 
How many times have you done wrong? You disappointed him. You made the wrong choice. You went against his word. You know, you want to preach the good book at these children. But when you go against the good book, God doesn't turn his back on you. He doesn't, you know, he may, he may chastise you. He may say, you know, he not punishes those that he loves. He chast, he chastises those that he loves. You know, you're going to have to answer for what you did. That's, that's, you know, inevitable, but he never turns his back on you. And he never lets you go despite your wrongdoings, despite choices that you made. But your child, you know, made a choice in doing the act that led them to get pregnant or your child is a homosexual. And you chose to, you know, in your in all of your godliness and all of your Christian Christian uh, words today are genuinely not my friend. Not today, Satan. Mm-mm, not today. But in all of your Christian act, you decide to put them out. You decide to speak unholy things to them because you're coming from the good book. And it made a lot of sense to me. It is one of those things where I appreciate a pastor that can, you know, you might not agree with the act. Now, I understand that. Don't get me wrong. I'm a Christian or I'm I'm Baptist. I never really understood the difference between being a Christian and being a Baptist. Never, never really got that. But, you know, I'm Baptist. But I grew up in church and everything. And one thing that I've always, always believed, especially at a young age, is God places people in your life either for a blessing or a lesson. Or, you know, some you're, you, someone's there for you to gain something from. If they did you wrong, it's a lesson. If they come and add to your life, it's a blessing. So, in that sense, I've always believed, you know, God makes no mistakes. So, if you're gay... Even when people would try to, you know, tell me when it was wrong when I was younger, say, well, the Bible says this is this and this. And I would reply, well, God is a God of love. He doesn't put people in your life for you not to love them and for them not to love you back. Or if someone is in your life that genuinely loves you, it shouldn't matter if, you know, the person is gay, straight or whatever. So this pastor really, really struck up something deep inside of me because I am bisexual and I actually came out on National Coming Out Day to my mom and to my grandmother and my brother. Really, it... it, I came out to my grandmother and my brother like the next day. But um, my birthday is actually October 11th, which is National Coming Out Day. And I built up this big thing in my head where I was like, 
you know, even though my mom had a gay best friend for over 27 years, rest in peace to my uncle Leslie, um, I felt like, well, it's going to be different because she has a child that's, you know, that's bisexual, that's interested in women. And I told her, and it started out as a joke because she was like, you know, today's National Coming Out Day. She was like, you know, you came out today, girl, of the womb. <laughs> so, you know, it was one of those <laughs> moments. And she just kind of looked at me and was like, you got something to tell me? And I ended up telling her. And she told me, she was like, you are my child. I love you unconditionally. You know what the Bible says. I'm not going to preach at you or to you. You know what the Bible says. And she told me, she said, deep down, she felt like she knew. But it's it's different. It's a different feeling when you say it out loud. So, okay, got past mom. Grandmother is a devoted Christian or Baptist. Once again, never really got the difference between that. But she goes to a traditional old school Southern Baptist church. And I belonged to the same church for years all the way growing up. You know, I belong to the same church. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'm currently not there anymore, but it's, that's because of something different. And I really had this big idea in my head that my grandmother was going to feel some type of way. And the way that I kind of pumped it up in my head, it didn't happen at all. Because she told me, she was like, well, what did you expect? You expected me to scold you? You expected me to fuss and yell? And I told her, I was like, yes, ma'am. You know, in a sense, I did. And she told me, she said, well, baby, I could do all of that. But it wouldn't change how you feel. It wouldn't change who you are. It wouldn't change the fact that you are my grandchild. It wouldn't change the fact that you're going to feel how you feel. You're going to love who you're going to love. So what sense does that make? And I was kind of blown away. <laughs> I, I was really blown away because, like I said, I, she goes to a Southern Baptist church. She would make little comments about, you know, when a gay couple came up on TV or, you know, stuff like that. So I really was like, uh, about telling her, but she, she told me she, you know, she was like, I, I don't see you as any different. You still my grandchild. I'm not going to lie to you and say, I agree with, you know, your choices. I, I can't lie to you like that and say, I agree, but it's your life. You have to be happy in your life. So that was the end of that. Whereas my brother was mainly concerned with if I bought a girl home, was she going to be fully lesbian or was she going to be bisexual too? Especially if she was cute, he needed to know if he had a chance. So I kind of just had to push pause with my brother. <laughs> he, 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 you know, he's the type of person that believes, look, live your life, live your own life, make your own mistakes, and keep it pushing. He not bothered either way. But with the pastor, 
was saying struck me because we as Christians be so caught up in not even preaching the good book, but trying to spit out Bible verses, select Bible verses at that. And he made a he made a comment that says you wonder why when your children get older like in their 19s and 20s and stuff like that they leave the church they don't want to come back they don't experience all this foolishness and hell that children raised the place where they're supposed to come to get healed and be safe and secure we've turned it into this hateful place So, sorry, I was interrupted, <laughs> but, you know, as I was saying, we've turned church into almost this hateful place where people just feel like they're coming to be judged. So when, you know, your child is 19, 20 years old, you wonder why they leave in the church and they don't want to come back. It's because everything they've experienced, everything that they've heard, and the finger pointing and the finger wagging, this is this and that is that. And, you know, they don't want to put up with it anymore. We as Christians, I believe sometimes our intentions may be good, but we do it, we go about things the wrong way. And we can drive people away from the church faster than we pull them to the church to God. And something that I had to learn was the difference between religion and relationship. And religion is mainly the rules. Those are man-made rules that, oh, you have to follow this in order to be a good Christian. Whereas a relationship, a relationship with God is more important than any rules that can be written. You can follow all the rules and get to and get to heaven or get to the gates and your name not be in the book of life. You go before God and, you know, God is me is this then, you know, I'm this person and God doesn't know you. Because you don't know him. You were focused on the rules and not the relationship. But that's, 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 we veering into something different. But that struck me, like, because you don't find many pastors being able or wanting to be that open and that real. And, you know, saying you may not agree with this person's lifestyle choice, but don't let them go don't turn your back on them don't speak hate to them don't push them away don't kick them out your house and then still claim to be this holier than thou christian you can't do that you you can't you can't you can't speak hate and love in the same in the same sense you can't speak hate or have hateful actions then turn around and try to have these godly actions you can't do that but that's what i experienced or that's what i came across just scrolling okay so this segment is going to be called unique thoughts 
and I might change the name of it later on down the road. Like I said, this is we figuring it out. Okay. You know, you still listening to this point. So I got your attention. So just let you know, we figuring it out. But this segment is going to be called Unique Thoughts. And Unique Thoughts is going to be things that I've run across. Maybe I saw it on TV. Maybe I heard some on the radio. And this was just my thoughts while either watching it or hearing it or experiencing what I experienced in the moment. These are those thoughts in that moment. So... I was watching Cheaters, and this is probably more like an old episode, because I don't even know if Cheaters still come on, but I'm watching Cheaters, and basically this old woman, she was an older woman, she had been sleeping with her niece's boyfriend slash baby daddy. So they sneaking around or whatever, the girlfriend was the one that called Cheaters. Okay, find out what your man doing. Then she finds out it's with the aunt, who, like I said, is an older woman. So now here comes the confrontation. Okay, they're going, they in a laundromat. When the last time you went to a laundromat, ma'am? But, you know, we, we going to come back. We going to come back to that. So they're in a laundromat and they do the confrontation. One, it's a bunch of black people. Soon as the cameras come in, all you hear is, Oh, cheetahs here. Y'all, y'all look, look, look. Cheetahs here. By the time they left, it was a bigger crowd than what the camera crew was. So the woman started fussing and they yelling back and forth. And the woman tells her, well, if you was doing what you was supposed to be doing at home, he wouldn't need me. And, you know, of course, they cussing each other out back and forth. One, this really going to put a damper on family reunions. Especially if she was that auntie that made the good potato salad. This this really going to mess all of that up. So, anyway. The woman tells her, her niece. You just mad because he came and got some from the cougar with the good snapper. Wait a minute, ma'am. Pause. What? And then she said it again. He got him some from the cougar with the good snapper. What? Ma'am, don't nobody want that sea bass? What you mean good snapper? That thing ain't snapped back since 76. Don't play with me, ma'am. Don't do that. He got him some from the cougar with the good snapper. Ma'am, you're not even a cougar. You look like you... Ma'am. You may be one of them old retired cats. One of them cats that ain't got no hair on it, so nobody be allergic to it. You know, you don't want to put it down or anything because that's inhumane because it's still a good cat. It, it just don't have no hair. And I don't know how much of a good snapper that is. And he bought you a TV or y'all went in half on the TV from the pawn shop with a back still on it. Ma'am, I know this is probably an older episode, but it's not that old to where you couldn't get, at least get a flat screen. You couldn't at least get some type of plasma. Ma'am, he using you for your social security check and weed. Because y'all was smoking together. 
And then it's funny because the cameraman or the commentator called it <laughs> called the joint a, a funny cigarette. You know what was in that. You knew was what was wrapped up in that paper. But back to this old woman. So, like I said, she she yelling about he got him some from the cougar with the good snapper. Ma'am, once again, you 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 a house cat, a bald house cat at best. We we gonna let you be the bald house cat. Cause that thing ain't growling, ain't rowl, ain't roaring nothing. Ain't no type of roar coming from this cougar. You make you can't even get a full meow out. You get a meh. You get a meh. You go drink your water or your milk and eat eat some soft foods because your teeth look like they you put them on the nightstand at night. You get a good meh and you go on about your about your business. You you don't bother anybody. Nobody comes and bothers you. Cause you know they slick creeped out because you a cat with no hair, but yeah, the cougar with the good snapper, ma'am. There might be sour tuna. Them, <laughs> there might, <laughs> there might be some of that shrimp or something. Somebody sell out the back of out the back of their trunk. It might be that at best with with the good snapper, the good snapper. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Come on. Ma'am. Ma'am. Your name look like it's Hattie. Not even Hattie, because Hattie, Hattie is funny. Hattie, Hattie still have a good time. Mm-mm. Your name... <laughs> your, your, your name may be Bessie at, at best. Just... Yeah, you know I'm Bessie. I'm Bessie just trying to, she trying to hold on to her youth. And then the dude wasn't even cute. He wasn't, he was, he was decent. He, he's somebody that when you save, you give him your number and y'all maybe hang out. You don't save him as his name. You save him as food guy or Mr. Fix It. Y'all ain't sleeping together. He come and he work on your alternator and stuff like that in your car. And you know he good with his hands. He come and change light bulbs or whatever you need done. This, this, mm-mm, mm-mm. Y'all, y'all can have each other. Like I said, they were at the laundromat. So obviously your snapper ain't that good because he ain't bought you a washing machine. You can't wash at your own house. So how good is that snapper? Ain't nobody going deep sea diving for that. No. So obviously, ma'am, you need a new name. And then when they was leaving, she <laughs> she starts singing. <laughs> Get you some business and leave me the fuck alone. What? Ma'am, if you don't take that back to the Inspiration Choir <laughs> at Beulah Baptist, <laughs> go sit down, ma'am. Go sit down, smoke your weed, collect your Social Security check, and watch that pawn TV that he just bought. That's what you do. And go, <laughs> go somewhere and live your best life. 
at the end of the show, they gave an update about what happened. And apparently the dude went back to the niece trying to beg her forgiveness and all of that. But the aunt still said, you know, if she was doing what she was supposed to, he wouldn't need me. He wouldn't be coming after me. Da, da, da. And my, <laughs> she was an older woman. She was kind of bigger. She wasn't like big, big, but she was kind of bigger. But she looked like she had hip problems because she kind of walked with that wobble and with a little lean and he had to hold her hand. And it looked cute from a distance. Oh, you know, they hold their hands. No, pimp, he holding you up. Um, <laughs> so we get, you know, we, we, we're here. We're to that point. And what they're doing the updates. And like I said, she said, you know, if she was doing what she was supposed to do, he wouldn't need me. But obviously, ma'am, he don't want to be with you no more. And that, that snapper, <laughs> that snapper ain't as good as you thought it was. But I'm just saying, Bessie, have several seats and put your teeth back in your mouth. One of my favorite sayings is, hey, hun. It's one of my favorite greetings to people I know or people like I know but haven't seen in a while. I'll be like, oh, hey, honey, how you doing? You know, so this segment is rightfully going to be called, hey, honey. During this uh, segment, oh, like I promise you I need to restart this day. I'm over tripping over words. But anyway, this segment is going to be either me giving opinions to people or not opinions, giving (laughs) advice to people, like my friends or something like that, questions that someone may send in, it's either going to be me giving advice, or me giving you empowering words, I don't know why I can't say that today, Mm, 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 mm. but I say it's going to be either one of those because sometimes there may be advice to give or sometimes you may need encouraging words. Today is going to be one of those days where it's encouraging words. And the encouraging words today is your feelings are valid. Your feelings are completely valid no one else can tell you how to feel or what to feel or say that you shouldn't feel this way because of this reason no no I'm a grown woman or man particularly me I'm a woman but I'm a grown woman and I feel this way and you can't tell me I don't feel this way because I know me better than you know me and this is how I feel a lot of times and I can only speak for myself it be you know your own family or friends that dismiss your feelings and for me I feel like it's my family sometimes because I get hit with a okay Shanita or you know it's not that serious or you're too sensitive or you take stuff too seriously. Or I get hit with, 
oh, you in one of your moods. Or, you know, they tell other people, oh, she in one of her moods, just leave her alone. And it gets tiring. The one I can't stand the most is the okay, Shanita. And I'm telling you this, that your feelings are valid. And it's something that I have to tell myself. Right now, I'm in this, I guess, transition in my life where I'm starting to speak up more. It's probably not as much as I want to, but I'm starting to speak up a little bit more. And it's to the point where I think I've told my mom I don't like the okay, Shanita. Because I feel like it's you're dismissing me. You're dismissing how I feel or what I'm saying. You tell me my feelings are valid, but you don't show me that my feelings are valid. And there's a difference. You can't tell someone, oh yeah, you know, don't be afraid to share how you feel and because your feelings are valid and this, that, and the third, and it's okay to feel that way, but your actions say something completely different. So for me, the okay, Shanita, or, you know, you're in one of your moods, to me is dismissive. You're not accepting how I feel or at least to the most or at best acknowledging how I feel you don't have to agree with it but this is this is how I feel and for you you may need to tell somebody you know this is how I feel about this situation this is how you made me feel and that's kind of a bs apology when you when someone apologizes to you they tell you, well, I'm sorry you felt like, no, you apologize for your actions. Your actions led to me feeling the way that I felt. But, you know, in those feelings, go through those feelings. Experience those feelings. Process the feelings. Find out why you feel the way you feel. But then you have to move on. At some point, you have to acknowledge that the person who made you feel this way sometimes they'll apologize sometimes they won't sometimes they'll repeat the action until you say something and this is a message for you and for me so your feelings are valid they are very valid no one can correct you on how you feel you know you better than anyone so Hey, hun. Well, we've come to the last segment. We have reached the end. We have made it through our first episode together. Oh my gosh. We've made it. I hope you have thoroughly been entertained. I hope that you've taken something away from this. I hope that you come back for more episodes. And don't judge me too harshly. Because like I said, we're figuring it out. This show is about figuring it out. Figuring out life. Figuring out yourself. Figuring out this podcast. Figuring out how to work this app. It's a it's it's going to be a lot of figuring out. I can't necessarily be <laughs> 
your leader in figuring it out. I can't be I can't I can't teach you how to figure it out. We can learn together. We can be associates, close associates. I want y'all to be my people. I think that's what I, I think I think that's what y'all going to be. Red people. Cuz my name is Red and y'all my people. You know? Think that might work. Anyway, we've reached our last segment and this segment is called unique speaks and unique speaks is going to be either a quote for the day or me sharing some of my poetry and for today is going to be a quote from one of my favorite authors who's the author and a feminist and a leader an activist um her name is audrey lord and the quote is your silence will not protect you so speak up nothing that you keep quiet whether it hurt you or it helped you it it won't protect you if you keep it to yourself which ties into your feelings being valid your silence won't protect you say something Say something to God. Say something to someone you trust. But say something. Until next time, remember, L-O-V-E is all we need. See you later. Or talk to you later. You'll hear my voice later. (laughs) I gotta go. Bye.